Welcome to Ego Netcast. I am Martin Lindeskog, and today I'm talking to Jim Schwine uh, of uh, Mike on Sports. Hi, Jim. How are you doing? Or should I say Mike? <laughs> well, you can say either. My name is Jim Sweeney from Clearwater, Florida, and I'm the creator of the Mike cartoon sports character. And Martin, thanks for having me as a guest on your show today. You're welcome. It's a pleasure. And thanks for podcastguests.com for uh, connecting each uh, other here. That's a fabulous for- resource. I use it as often as I possibly can, and I get a lot of value out of it. And, you know, I hope... And my plan is whenever I'm a guest is to provide as much value, you know, to the show and the show host as I possibly can. So thanks for having me. Great. And we did a prep here on Skype before, and I, I'm sure that you will do that. And value is one important role in my philosophy and in this show. So I'm starting out reach, uh, reading from your Twitter profile. Uh, Vitti, fun and informative blogger, sports and comic book author and podcaster on all things sports, great sports humor, fun facts, and even some sports history. And uh, you say you are also in cyberspace and vemike.com, and you joined in 2015. Yes. And you have 104 followers, and you're following 67 peeps, and hopefully you will have more in, in the near future. So, And one of your recent tweets here was of... Uh, the um, how do you say uh, the Kaiser of football or soccer, Franz Beckenbauer, and I wrote a tweet there that I I had a book by him back in the day when I tried to play some soccer when I was a kid. So he was uh, very good at uh, in in Germany. Yes, yeah, so if you see my soccer. Twitter profile, uh, one of the things I, I you know I do since my character that I've created, Mike is a cartoon character and he's a sports character. Mike is actually a microphone. Uh, Mike's real name is Michael Anthony Raffone, also known as microphone or simply Mike. And because he's a humorous, witty, creative character, one of the things I like to do to stay in contact with my fan base is to publish regular comics. Uh, I'm not an illustrator or or an artist by train, but trade, but I can envision or conceptualize you know, a lot of uh, the humor that I see in sports. And one of the things I attempt to do is also uh, incorporate some sports history. And my latest tweet on the Kaiser is uh, Franz Beckenbauer, one of the greatest uh, footballers of all time. And he's wearing a general's cap while trying to uh, juggle a soccer ball. So uh, I found it to be a, a pretty witty or inventive way to keep in contact with my following and people identify my character, Mike, uh, as a cartoon character and as a funny guy. So I try to deliver humor at, at every opportunity I can. That's great. And uh, then we have a similar interest because uh, the guy who has created my logotype and banner for this show and other products that I have is John Cox, and he's an editorial cartoonist and fine artist. So we have made up, uh, created a, a caricature of myself uh, yeah. with a baseball cap and a microphone in my hand, uh, So and also an old-time fashion radio. And I could say that, by the way, today is World Radio Day, so we could... Um, push a bit for free radio and so on like radio europe and uh, well martin happy world radio day to you my friend 
Yeah, it's, uh, that's good. And be a bit geek and nerdy. Uh, I, I'm not for the tech, it's more for the conversation and the content. But you, we need to have technology in order to create this. And right now we are recording here through Ringer, an excellent service. But I'm Absolutely. So I'm using it directly in my headphone and I have a small mic here called iRig. That's a small, like uh, almost like, uh, how do you say, uh, small box um, that you put directly in the phone. But uh, what kind of uh, microphone is uh, this character? Is uh, Do you have a brand uh, imagined or is it a made up one? It's a made up one and I call him the first ever titanium American to report on what? sports. <laughs> so when you look at Mike, you can see that he's got a metallic grill, a metallic yeah. base, uh, yeah. and you know he could swivel, he could turn upside down, uh, you yeah. know he can rock back and forth, and because the character is set up for animation and for future you know television implementation, you know I was oh. looking to have the greatest amount of uh, flexibility I possibly could when we helped design the character, and I do have oh. animation. Uh, however, I release it, you know, judiciously. I don't want Mike to go out there uh, too prematurely, and I'm still yeah. looking to align, you know, with either a large global corporation or an American sports media network that would license what I created for animation. However, yeah. knowing uh, the exorbitant cost of animation, I didn't want to invest, you know, before I had that, uh, you know, deal solidified with a major corporation or with an American sports media network. So we got the character out through blogging, through eBooks mm -hmm. and through a brief podcast and it's yeah. worked for us. And we've built a little bit of a following, you know, and I have some people that uh, are quite loyal that look for, you know, the stuff that I post on a blog at least three or four times a week. And I've published 40 sports comic books, all narrated by Mike and they're all different. It's a different take on sports. It's not like, you know, picking up the newspaper or logging onto your favorite sports website and reading about what happened in last night's game. Mike reports mm -hmm. through a different lens. He sees the world of sports differently and a lot of times comically. And he calls yeah. out the elephants in the room. And that's yeah, the take. That's my niche that I've carved yeah. out in creating this particular sports character. Yeah, uh, it's interesting to hear because my friends there, John Cox and Alan Forkham, they created several books called Black and White World. Oh. And, and they were going for syndication, but they were really pointing out the elephant and the donkey and others in the room several times. Um, and that was, a, how do you say, a touchy subject. <laughs> so they were great uh, uh, creators, uh, uh, as you say. Uh, you have a syndication called Creator, I think. Yes. I think they were there now and then. And, but n no big uh, newspaper took them up because they were a bit sensitive in a way. And that was uh, pity because they were so talented and uh, still are. Uh, and and they, uh, the site they have, uh, coxandforkum.com, is still up there, but not updated now on a regular basis. But John Cox is continuing with his uh, cartoons and, and uh, Alan he is doing his for uh, automatic uh, newspaper. So... It's uh, interesting to see, but it, it's interesting when you mention that uh, about uh, waiting for somebody that could pick you up in... in, in well, that is my goal, is to secure yeah. a licensing deal. And that yeah. way I have you know the wherewithal of a major corporation behind me that has also 
a more expedient accessibility to global sponsorship or national mm-hmm. sponsorship here in the United States that would have the finances to be able to uh, do what I want to do to get the character out there. Yeah, best premise with that. And uh, I will send you uh, uh, a link to a microphone company that I recently found out. I don't have it myself. Maybe it will be on my wish list later on. Uh, but I found it through... Uh, uh how do you say music store called four sound and it's called uh, the mic is called aston and it's uh it's made in great britain in uk mm-hmm. uh, and i think you would like the style and the rug- rugged uh, uh, material i'd be happy to take a look at it but you know to yeah, your uh, point uh, earlier you had asked specifically what kind of microphone mike is yeah. because mike is primarily geared you know, to an American audience. And in America, I mean, let's face it, we're a melting pot as a nation. You know, we we were a great nation because, you know, we've accepted uh, into our borders, you know, people from all walks of life, from, you know, all creeds, all colors, all nations. And uh, uh, people like to identify themselves in the United States as an Asian American, an Indian American, an African American, uh, and in my case, I because Mike is humorous, he's witty, and he's clever. You know, we've called him the first ever titanium American, and there's no such thing as a titanium American. But because we made Mike to look like titanium metal, brushed, yep. you know, steel, yep. that's why I call him the first ever titanium American, who is, happens to be an equal opportunity offender and an independent republicrat. <laughs> you get it. Maybe some of the people listening in other countries might not get it, but the American, you know, political landscape is divided into Republicans, yeah. Democrats, and Independents. So I call Mike yeah. an independent Republicrat, so that yeah, he could talk that. knowledgeably about a number of different things. Save it f- ten times fast. <laughs> independent Republicrat. Independent Republicrat. Okay, I'm tired, Martin. Let's move on. <laughs> That's good. That's great. Uh, yeah, and uh, talking about that, uh, what's more are you doing uh, as uh, with work and projects and maybe some hobbies and also? I have uh, a very unique hobby that uh, blends mm-hmm. perfectly with what I do with Mike. Mike is my full-time gig. Uh, mm-hmm. I get up in the morning and I think about Mike. I think about how I'm going to take him to the next level. I think about what Mike is going to say you know, through the w- written word that I pen. But um, my volunteer gig is like a global volunteer gig. I serve as the volunteer head of the United States for an international senior basketball association called FIMBA. And FIMBA is an acronym for Federation International Masters Basketball Association. And masters is a euphemism for older guys and gals, uh, guys 35 and older in age, women 30 and older in age. And in the United States, I help recruit and organize teams to play in international masters basketball tournaments a couple times a year. And I've been doing this for the last several years. I'm 59 years old. I still play basketball three times a week. Slowly, I might add, but I'm still out there, you know, competing five on five up and down the court. And I'm helping to organize a number of United States teams to play in a world championship in Italy this coming summer. And already there's 380 teams from 45 countries pre-registered. So basketball is an international, it's a global sport. You know, the United States has always been looked upon as the leader in the sport. 
So uh, I absolutely love what I do as a, a volunteer for FIMBA. And when I travel to play in these tournaments, I could work because, you know, posting a blog or writing a book uh, or doing a podcast you can do from anywhere, provided you got internet access. Yep. That's it's it's like a dream team then uh, basketball. Yes, it is, uh, and uh, so we have a dream called older people like me. <laughs> we have a dream team fifty, which is fifty plus in age. A dream team fifty five, yeah. and a dream team sixty, uh, which is sixty plus in age uh, for the American teams that enter these tournaments. And this is our thing. It's it's what I like to do is with my free time. I don't golf. I don't play tennis. I don't own a boat, even though I live in Florida. And all those mm. things are, are pretty prevalent here in Florida. I play basketball slowly, yeah. but I'm still out yeah. there. <laughs> That's good. And uh, probably basketball is not my thing as a short person. Mm. I tried tennis back in the day, you know. You did. When Bjorn Borg was very popular. Yes. You know? uh, and I, I uh, watched the games there in, in Wimbledon and so on. And I played for, for a few years. And I liked it, but uh, it was not my uh, kind of thing. Uh, in the long run, but I I thought it was a nice sport. I never played golf, but I it's e- pretty easy um, to watch it and and uh, soothing in a way. Yes. So um, we will probably talk a bit more, or maybe we should do it directly from the gecko. So I some friends of mine and uh, shout out to Brent Leary, uh, the social CRM guy. He didn't like the results of the uh, Super Bowl uh, uh, final. Uh, when uh, so-called my team, the New England Patriots, won. What's your take on that uh, final? Uh, my Super take Bowl is game? it was the greatest Super Bowl in history. Out of 51 Super Bowls, far and away the most exciting, the most riveting, the most surprising, and I almost missed it. In the third quarter, you know, the yeah. game was uh, was 19-point lead by the Atlanta Falcons over the New England Patriots. Yeah. I rise Every day by 6 a.m., I'm like first up at dawn, and I like going to bed early, like 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. You know, if I make double digits, according to my daughter, you know, that's a big thing for me in our household. So I was going to say, I was going to pack it in and say, forget about it. You know, the Falcons are going to win. Uh, The Patriots lost. I'm going to sleep. And I'm thinking, ah, let me give it another five or 10 minutes. And lo and behold, you can never count, you know, Tom Brady out. I mean, he won his fifth Super Bowl, his fourth MVP award. He was brilliant. The coaching staff on New England was brilliant. The defense was brilliant. And they came back and they won in overtime. And I'm happy I was there to witness it firsthand instead of reading about it and trying to reconstruct the action on the Internet the next morning. Hmm. Yeah, it, it was pretty late here also, or early, you could yes. say. And I, uh, wrote a blo- I wrote a blog about uh, every Tuesday I write a blog through the voice of my my character and the blog is always entitled two cent Tuesday in the United States. You know, we've had this, um, long-standing expression or cliche here's my two cents and it's just my yeah, opinion. And two cents to conversation I, yes I, I, and then that's mike what, one of my favorite yes. expression so mike has every tuesday his two cent tuesday blog and it was about okay. tom brady and i i said indisputably you know tom brady is the goat and goat mm. is g-o-a-t which is another mm. acronym short for greatest of all time so I, you know, I, I don't think anybody could argue that Tom Brady is, isn't the greatest of all time because he is. And at age 39, when she, he should have been long retired as an NFL player, 
he has uh, the greatest comeback in the history of the Super Bowl, you know, to advance his team to another championship. So I thought it was spectacular. Yeah, we will include that in your show notes. And what would you say about the coach that found uh, Tom Brady back in the day? Well, it was interesting. He he got uh, drafted. I think it was a sixth mm. round draft pick out of Michigan. And how the NFL, the National Football League, ascertains talent is that uh, prospective NFL draft picks go to what's known as an annual NFL combine. And at the combine, they show off their skills, and they're primarily tested for their physical makeup. Like they get timed in the 40-yard dash, um, how far they could broad jump, how much weight they could lift you know, um, uh, in different size increments, how high they can jump, not just how broad they can or far they can jump. And Tom Brady did not have the greatest metrics, so that's why his draft stock, you know, was uh, lowered him to the sixth round. And he got uh, his opportunity because, you know, um, uh, there was a great quarterback New England had at the time named Drew Bledsoe, and he went down with an injury, and Brady was the guy that stepped up, and the rest is history. He played brilliantly, and uh, Drew Bledsoe could not re uh, reclaim his starting position. And Brady went on to now become who I believe is the NFL GOAT or greatest of all time. Hmm. And uh, one important ingredient of the Super Bowl is the commercials and the advertising. And I haven't watched, uh, I have seen the uh, what is it called? Budweiser commercial. I'm not so uh, fond of a general beer. <laughs> uh, I have other tastes uh, in, in beer. But the journey there and how they describe, uh, as you said, the melting pot and how they came from Germany and so on to the United States of America is brilliant. Um, so I have spread that uh, video. You did? Uh, d- yeah. Do, do, you, do you see, could you imagine that in the future? Uh, Super Bowl, I don't know, double L or something. No, yeah. I don't know. It's these Roman letters. Then the mic will be in one of the commercials. I can envision that. Otherwise, I shouldn't do what I'm doing. <laughs> my good, um, good. goal is quite zealous for Mike. I expect him to be the first ever animated brand to transcend all sports. Yeah, that's a that's a big uh, goal to have. This big hairy goal, yeah. Yeah, it is. But the beauty of what I've created is that a microphone can transcend all sports. It's all sports. Yep. Obviously, need the players or the athletes or participants and the yep. coaches. But they need officials, they need timekeepers, and if it's televised or on the radio, majority of sports are going to have some type of commentator or announcer. And that's mm. where I see you know, Mike coming to be. I see that's Mike's position, that he could announce, he can commentate, he could be a sportscaster, but report on things differently, more humorously, you know, as we had discussed, I believe, in our initial you know, Skype call that we had, is Mike yeah. could identify the elephants or the donkeys in the room. And he mm. could do so with professionalism and a plum because he's a cartoon character. And people don't stay long traditionally at cartoon characters. How can you? No. no. And Mike's got a personality where he's a little impish, but he's not wormy. He's not crass. He's bold and brazen, but he's not boorish. So mm. he's the type of individual that people are going to love and they're going to want to know and expect you know things that might that are going to come out of mike's mouth and they're going to be entertained as and educated as a result of it hmm. 
That's great. Uh, I will uh, include or send uh, to you um, a cartoon is called Mark Anderson. Please. Yes, he, uh, he has uh, a strip there uh, on small business trends that I uh, write for and uh, do moderating and so on. And he has a special category uh, with cats. He does. That I like. So I'm I'm a big cat fan. Uh, are you that too? I'm you, a big, big dog fan. I'm not a yeah, fan of are. little dogs, but I like big dogs. My so wife and I, this, my wife and I, own a nice a, conversation, Jim. So yes. maybe we should wrap up now. Okay, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> easy now, pal. <laughs> you know that the uh, internet is made by cats, right? <laughs> no, but I'm sure you're going to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Google it. Yeah, yeah. But what do you say? What kind of dogs? Uh, we don't. Ha- we're in the post-dog era of our lives now because yeah. it's just heartbreaking when you lose uh, a beloved yeah, pet. Well, my yeah. wife and I had a 200-pound English Mastiff, okay. and she was spectacular, but she was huge. We live in a three-story townhome, and yeah. it's not the biggest house, but uh, yeah. when you have a dog of that magnitude, it's tough getting from the kitchen table to the refrigerator or if you want to get up off the sofa and get the remote off the counter sometimes you have to step over a 200 pound dog which is taking up the majority of the room and then the other dog we had at the same time was uh, a 75 pound solid muscle boxer by the name of buster and he was a buster so we were living in a smaller house with 275 pounds of dog for about six years and Mm. it it had so many stories that were birthed out of that relationship but we cherish them we love them uh but both dogs lily and buster are in doggy heaven we miss them but we don't miss them we have a cleaner house (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) and uh talking about that around this time i will do um plug for affiliate that I'm uh, for audibletrial.com forward slash ego netcast and one book that maybe will be in audible or or at least at Amazon is don't be in a dog fight be a cat Mm. and that was um, a post on small business trends about uh, management of a company that you shouldn't uh, stick into this fight instead be a, a cat okay so that, that that will be a book on my uh, reading list for the future but here on the mid roll uh, we'll take uh, about audible is offering listeners a free audiobook of your choice uh, and a free 30 day trial membership just go to audible trial.com forward slash ego netcast and choose from over 160,000 audio programs. Download a title free of church and start listening. It's that's easy. Go to audible trial.com forward slash ego netcast. That's audible trial.com forward slash ego netcast and get your started today. And maybe in the future, maybe Mike, uh, the character could help me with this, uh, um, how do you say sponsor messages with the voiceover i'm yeah, actually the, the voice of great. mike we we modulate my voice when i do the voice of mike uh because yeah, so mike, how does he sound like yes it's we make him sound a little bit tinnier and we actually accelerate you know the speed of it by about 10 percent. so okay. it's it's different than mine it helps differentiate mike's voice from mine but he sounds like he's a microphone <laughs> at least oh, we think so well. That's great. And do you have any book tip here, uh, or do you listen to audiobooks? 
I don't listen to audiobooks. I read, uh, you know, ebooks and I publish yep. ebooks. I've published 40 ebooks. I've got a new one that's coming wow. out now. Wow. And and the one that you that we have have at the end is that uh, you could call that an ebook also? Yes, it is. You could download it. It's a it's a yeah. PDF. It's you could yeah. download it on your phone, your tablet, or your computer. Wow. So are you then uh, listed as an author then on uh, Amazon? I have, have twenty five. There are twenty. Yes, and my Amazon author page is Amazon.com forward yeah. slash author forward slash Mike. Raffone. That's M-I-K-E-R-A-F-F-O-N-E. And I have 25 books that I've published. Congratulations. And uh, that we will have to talk to about more sometime because I'm an aspiring author. Sure. In my Twitter profile. And I want to create at least eight books on tea, my favorite beverage. Oh, nice. In in a special style, and and that's what I will thank John Cox, that will be the illustrator of the books. He said, "Why why don't do several books instead of one book uh, on a topic, and then do it smaller ones, but also that you could have a continuous thread, so you could con- continue the conversation, and as you said, adding your two cents uh, yes. during the book uh, launch and after and between the next book, etc., etc." So I have a big uh, plan for that. Uh, what I'm, um, how do you say, uh, struggling with or keeping up with is um, to to write and also to to find sponsors to for donations for the creation of his book. But I I have my vision also ahead of me what this, that will result in in the future. Mm-hmm. Is serious. So it's very inspiring to listen to your. Uh, goals and your ideas for this character and and what it could do for for you. So, um, well, thank you. Are all these twenty five books are they on sports or they're on, all on sports? Topics? I uh, yeah. I sell twenty five of them on Amazon, and yeah. I give uh, a number of them away for free. Uh, that helps me extend my brand, tell my yeah. story, and I actually monetize you know the free books and I monetize the books I sell on Amazon because. I have uh, ads with affiliate partners that I house within them. Mm-hmm. And because I'm a sports guy uh, and a sports character in the business of sports, all of my affiliate partners are sports oriented. You know, I do have yeah. Amazon as a, I'm an, yeah. a, uh, an Amazon associate uh, yeah. and they have, you know, uh, plenty of uh, sports related stuff that people can buy. But my other uh, affiliates are some of the top sports merchandisers in the world. You know, sports memorabilia, fanatics, NFL store, NBA store, MLB store or shop, uh, you know, NHL, MLS, you know, FIFA. Uh, you could buy all that kind of product, you know, off of our site. Uh, you know, you click on the link and you're just redirected, you know, to the actual uh, store that sells the product that you're interested in. Okay, lots of acronyms there, and uh, I, I follow along for some of them, and that will be also a good segue here for the, around the half time about the trader principle. So now I want to celebrate because I had the t-shirts from two thousand. Uh, when was it now? The, the Super Bowl thirty six, uh, when New England Patriots won, uh, a sweater there with the Super Bowl. Uh, 
winner. So I, w- I want to buy uh, some kind of gear now with the New England Patriots. Could I go t- through your store, Ben? And, uh, yes, you can. You could go on yeah. to uh, the website. And, you know, when I wrote my blog last week called Two Cent Tuesday, if yeah. you scroll down in the blog, there's um, uh, a banner ad at the mm-hmm. – it's, it's embedded right into the blog – where you can buy your New England Patriots gear, uh, winners of Super Bowl 51. Or on the sidebar, uh, I have an NFL shop uh, where you could go and uh, obviously purchase product, or you can go on to sports memorabilia or fanatics. Uh, Martin, I got you covered five or six different ways where you can buy that (laughs) T-shirt. That's great. Uh, I will definitely look into that. Thank you very much. And uh, talking about that, uh, how how could your... um, readers and fans uh, support you and have a free exchange as a trader principle uh, between what you are providing and what they get from it. Uh, what's your take on that? Uh, on uh, our toolbar on the website, and the website is themike.com. That's T-H-E-E-M-I-K-E.com, T-H-2-E-S-M-I-K-E.com. On the yep. toolbar, it'll say free sports comic books. And you have an opportunity to choose from a number of them and you can safely download them right off of our site. And some of the comic books are, they're clever because Mm -hmm. I've taken, at least that's what I've been told by, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people is that the character is clever and he's witty. And as I said, I don't necessarily always report through the voice of Mike on what happened in last week's game or what's going to happen this coming weekend. I have a different you know, point of view, like in a new book I have, it's Mike's list of top 10 most annoying things in sports. <laughs> and it's all really my opinion that I articulate through the voice of character, through the voice of my character, Mike. And, you know, one of the things is flopping in soccer. That's annoying to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading your mind. Uh, yeah. Is flopping, that's when they do this uh, uh, drama queen thing. That yeah, they, uh, best done by the know. Italians. <laughs> <laughs> and they are I'm the married best to an foot. Italian, but still, I'm taking yeah. a shot here because I think most people would agree. The Italians yeah. flop the best in the international yeah. football. Yeah. So then I and then I have a comic that goes with it, and then I report on it, and then I release my angst through the written word through Mike, yeah. and people are entertained. See, you're you're laughing. You you see what I'm yeah. getting at. And then could, other, could you, another thing is spitting in baseball, the American sport of baseball. Yeah, yeah. You know, guys spit all the time. They're chewing sunflower seeds, they're chewing tobacco, and they're spitting. Yeah. And yeah. I say that uh, you know baseball disgusts me because of all the ex- excessive ex. How do you say that? Expectoration. Expectoration <laughs> yeah. is a way of fancy way of saying spitting. Yeah. And then I talk about uh, you know old cliches that they're mm. overused uh, uh, and they're too well worn. They need to be replaced. And I talk yeah. about parole models, not role models, yeah. but parole models, meaning you know guys that uh, should be locked up instead of utilized as uh, you know role models for kids in sports. Yeah. That's, that's so that pretty much sums up Mike. He his take he he is different. He looks through the world of sports through a different lens, and he yeah. identifies as we had discussed earlier. You know the elephants or the donkeys in the room. Yeah, and how long have Mike been around? I am fifty nine years and one month old. So he was born coursing through my DNA on January third, nineteen fifty eight. 
but <laughs> in cyberspace for a few years now, and he's uh, continuing to grow. Uh, as I said, I have 40 sports comic books I've done. I've posted probably 950 blogs. I've done uh, uh, dozens of short uh, MP3 audios that I released at a period of time as a podcast. I've done animation. So he's a work that's in continual progress, and he's only going to get bigger, better, funnier, and wittier. That's impressive. So how do you keep up with all this? I'm a, always been like an entrepreneur and a one-armed paper hanger. I could keep up with it because I love having multiple balls in the air or plates spinning at the same time. And okay. I do have a plan. I have a, a publishing plan where mm. you know my my uh, readers obviously ex expect if I say I want to do a two cent Tuesday blog, I just can't say, well, I'm going to post it next Thursday and then I'll take <laughs> a month off and post it on a Wednesday. It's got to come out yeah. on Tuesday by nine o'clock. Yeah. And then yeah. every Thursday, because I, I think I, I capture, uh, at least in the United States, we have the hashtag TBT for throwback Thursday, yeah. is that I always try to Uh, identify something that's historical in sports. And then I call that yeah. my throwback Thursday sports comic and sports blog. And every Friday, because Mike's a funny man and I have comics, I do a very brief Friday sports funny. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. pu publish these things on my blog. I share them via social media and I put them on different sites. And that every week I have at least three blogs. And sometimes mm -hmm. on, on a Sunday, since I've published so many books, I will – release a chapter from my book with the uh, hmm. the cover of the book that I'll post as a blog. Wow. That's, that's great. Is it possible to buy uh, like uh, individual pieces of uh, of your, how to say, cartoons and so on? Or are they in the books? They're all in the books, uh, but yeah. I don't sell the cartoons or the comics individually. I, you know, I don't no. know if there would be a market for that. And I'm happy mm. giving them away because if people enjoy them, if they want to share them, then that means yep. that other people are going to learn about the character. And it's, I guess, a marketing expense. Yeah. That's great. So what's your future plans? The future plans is to continue building uh, the character, the brand, making it stronger, finding new ways to get it out there. And as I uh, shared earlier, My ultimate goal is to align with a major entity, whether it's a global corporation or a United States uh, sports media company that could help me uh, get the thing out there more in a more widespread way. Um, because Mike, sure, he's a sports character, but he's an entertainment character. And mm. in the United States, two of the most uh, readily identifiable icons for advertising are the Geico Gecko. Yep. And the Aflac Duck. And mm -hmm. both of these cartoon characters or animated characters are used to promote Geico for insurance and Aflac for medical insurance. Yeah. And they're very comical. They're fun. People know them. They see them. And they act as great brand spokespersons you know, for both of those companies. And I could see a major corporation picking up Mike as a brand spokesperson. And I would not. I would license the character the, to those corporations. I would not relinquish the rights to the character uh, yeah. because I see Mike eventually as a pop-up character on television, interacting with real sports celebrities or actually interviewing, you know, uh, yeah. real-time yeah. athletes. Yeah. 
That's a, that's a great idea. And I think, because I like this Affleck uh, uh, duck, um, <laughs> uh, and uh, I wonder if the company has the ducks in the rows, because I think they have uh, retired this character in some way. No, I, I saw him just within the last couple of days. Did? Yes, I did okay, on TV. Good. Then, then, uh, then I am wrong because I I read something about it and and tried to find it on their site, and then I didn't see this character. But uh, maybe he's uh, around, flying around somewhere. Yeah. So that's good. So we will include that in the show notes. He's also. very identifiable. Aflac. Yeah. Aflac. <laughs> <laughs> and I have some kind of not a duck in my throat now, but uh, I'm a bit. Um, under the weather, so I have a bit of cold. So, but <laughs> maybe it's a hairball from one of your cats. <laughs> <laughs> and I was taking a sip of tea. <laughs> there so you go. That would be. <laughs> That's funny. So, do you have? And um, uh, maybe you you will not uh, divulge that. But uh, do you have a company in mind that would be a good representative for your character? Uh, for a global company that wants to utilize Mike as a brand spokesperson, uh, no, not specifically, uh, but I do have a core set of ethics and values. My wife yeah. is my business partner and mm -hmm. uh, co-creator, and she, uh, even though I'm the one that's out there, you know, first and foremost, uh, she's the one that steadies the ship and says, whoa, I don't think we need to go down that path. Or have you thought about phrasing it this way or that way? And a couple of years ago, we developed a core set of ethics and values that we said, Mike would never say this, never do that. And he's always yeah. going to be true, you know, to his character. So mm -hmm. we want to make sure that whomever uh, we align with, it uh, doesn't uh, promote like hard liquor or um, you know, smoking or foul language or guttural behavior or anything yeah. that's uh, immediately offensive. That's just wrong. That's uh, that's that uh, we would not feel comfortable with. Now, I realize you could offend anybody in the United States at this point in time <laughs> over any little thing. I'm not worried yeah. about that because I know that my intention and my wife's intention. We want to develop a character of excellence that. Yep. You know, that is witty, that's funny, that's clever, that entertains, that identifies the elephants and the donkeys in the room, but doesn't completely, you know, excoriate them. That gives them an opportunity if we're going to, you know, point out bad boorish behavior, we'll, we'll not look to just totally destroy that individual. We'll give that individual an opportunity to respond or improve the behavior. That's that's great, and uh, I will include in the show notes uh, the ethics. Uh, Thank you. And the page from BBNT, uh, Bank uh, uh, Trust Corporation. Yeah, it's uh, very good. But yeah, you know, my uh, answering your question is twofold. Is that? Yep. Um, that's my first response was about you know gl a global corporation. We yep. need to parallel. Uh, the ethics mm. that they have, and we we want to make absolutely certain that they're not utilizing our character in a negative way. Uh, but as far as where I, I believe Mike will soar is with a major sports network in the United States, and I've had conversations with like ESPN, uh, mm. with TNT. Um, however, I think we would be best served. Fox has done a really good job with animation of yep. all the networks in the United States. I think they've done the best. They have a character that they're, they've utilized for the last several years called Cletus. 
which is a mm-hmm. transformer robot. He's a blue robot that they use for uh, the NFL or football on Fox. Uh-huh. Yeah. However, he doesn't speak. He doesn't sing. Yeah. Uh, and he's definitely football oriented, but I've spoken with executives at Fox and they said their greatest, um, I guess, challenge uh, or regret was that they never had Cletus speak. And our guy, yeah. Mike, he speaks and Mike, yeah. Mike could morph. Mike could turn into a hockey puck. He could turn into a baseball bat or a hockey stick or a football. Cletus yeah. is a transformer, but he really can't do that uh, as well yeah. as Mike can. So I think Fox would be the best home, but I'm open to talking to NBC Sports, like for the next Olympics. Uh, the yep. Peacock does nothing. That's their brand or their um, yeah. uh, identifier is the uh, NBC Peacock, but it does nothing. It yep. doesn't speak. It's just there. It's just a static symbol. So I think yep. Mike would be great for NBC Sports or CBS or ABC. Yeah. That's great. Uh, it's a lots of opportunity there. Yes, there is. So, yeah, and uh, when it comes to guests, we talked about podcastguest.com. Do you have any suggestions of guests that you would be willing or looking forward to listen to? I always like listening to informative people uh, in the sports world. And I like um, also people that are transformative thinkers that think in a new way, in a positive way, that don't look to dampen a situation or bring negativity, that look to rise above the fray. So that would be the type of people that that I would like to listen to as a guest. Yeah. Do you have any uh, on your mind or some (laughs) guests that you have had on your show? This is – actually, I don't have a show. My podcast – is very different in that there, it's only two to three minutes, and it's just, okay. It's a rant of what uh, Mike thinks. Oh, and that's interesting. Yes, it is, and and I I look to repurpose content. So I have a book mm. that's coming out, or I just released it called "Most Annoying Things in Sports." I mm. do a chapter on spitting in baseball, how disgusting mm. I think it is, but mm. I also have a rant that is a short podcast or audio file on spitting in baseball. I do the wow. same thing, flopping in soccer. I look wow. to, you know, since it is so, you, you probably are aware of this because you blog. If you wanted to do mm. a 50-word or a 100-word mini essay, probably takes you yeah. longer to do that than it does a 500-word yeah. essay. <laughs> Just because every yeah. single word counts. Every yep. stop word at the beginning of a sentence, you want to be meaningful. Uh, mm. Your alliteration sometimes can help enhance what you write or what you say. So uh, I look to repurpose things. If they're good, I want to get it out there in a couple different forms, as a chapter in a book, as a blog post, and as an audio file. That's smart. Thank you. Clever. So uh, I have an idea about, do you have a newsletter? Uh, I do put out uh, a newsletter periodically, not as often as I should, but uh, you know, I'm sure I'm going to get one out sometime soon. Yeah, and that's what I did also. I started one uh, a year ago, and then I got a kick when I read Elsie Escobar, that's the social media manager, uh, evangelist, very happy person at Libsyn, uh, the podcast hosts. And she started now a weekly uh, newsletter about things that excites her. So that was uh, yes. very neat. So she I, I actually lives in Florida. I met her at a podcasting event. My wife is yeah. a podcaster, and I 
you know, accompany her to a number of different podcast events. Yeah. And podcasting is big here in Florida. Yeah. Yes, it yeah, is. I know. It is. You have your podfest and others and so on. Uh, hopefully, have you attended these conferences and events? I did. I did uh, last year. I'm not going to the one they're going to have in a couple of weeks because I'm speaking at a conference on sports uh, mm-hmm. in Washington, D.C. at the same time. However, it's interesting that you mentioned that. My wife's been asked uh, to submit uh, a speaker uh, application for the podcast movement in Anaheim, California. Uh, for this coming mm. summer. So one of the lists of uh, things on our list of things to do this week is to complete that podcast uh, submission form uh, to be a, a speaker at Podcast Movement. Wow, that's great. Yeah, I look forward to the, to the day when I could uh, attend the International Podcast Conference. I think I You should. You, I mean, much. you're a yeah. really good interviewer. You've got passion. Thanks. You're smart. You know, you're using the right technology and it's where like-minded individuals go and and look to improve. So go yeah. for it. Put it on your list, Martin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will put it on my list. So, and with the newsletter, I was thinking, now I had this uh, hairball and, and uh, uh, throat, but I will include in my newsletter, weekly newsletter, some behind the scenes or a rant in a podcast form because I'm using all kind of different uh, technologies sure. and services in order to test them. Uh, and it's co- one service called Audible and one uh, another is uh, called uh, uh, what do you say um, Audible and uh, a Swedish one made by Opinion that okay. I will use uh, and there you could have shorter ones but Libsyn is for my longer one here with the uh, guests and so on uh, that I in a premium account there so I was thinking of having that so you got inspired there inspired me that you could do some kind of rant or some other things that could maybe not be a regular podcast show but some commentary yes absolutely so that's uh, that's good to know so um, it's funny so we have talked more about uh, podcasters and uh, this uh, how do you say industry in, in the future also uh, What's what more? You had this giveaway thing, uh, and it's a comics uh, book, uh, soccer comics, the free series, uh, volume six, sport comic book. Mm. That you start, you created the first in two thousand thirteen. Yes, and then now the third edition, two thousand seventeen. And uh, how could uh, my f- fans of this show and and sports fan and uh, funny guys and others uh, get hold of this uh, nugget you can just write me very simple uh jim at com. that's j-i-m at t-h-e-e-m-i-k-e.com and put in subject free soccer book yeah and i'll be happy to send you uh the link uh where you know you could download it safely off of my site but there's 25 very popular sports comics with a little bit of commentary all told through the voice of my mic character. Uh, like I have a comic, which I love uh, called a clean sheet. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe not a lot of Americans that, uh, you know, follow sports would be familiar with the term, but in international football, a clean sheet is obviously when a goalie, uh, you know, posts a shutout. But in the mm-hmm. comic that I have, the clean sheet is a goalie smiling brightly behind a sheet directly standing behind him that's hanging from the goalpost that has a bed sheet or bed linen that's just been laundered. 
Then I yep. have uh, like uh, flopping in soccer. We alluded to that before, and we yep. show some melodramatic Italian guy. I think he's yep. saying the rosary, <laughs> you know, because he just got tripped uh, very yep. innocently, and he flops on the soccer field. I've got you know the Kaiser, um, you know Franz Buckenbauer. I've got uh, uh, one of my favorites is uh, oh. Uh, I can never say his name, uh, um, but they call him the cannibal. He was he was a, a Dutch striker who was uh, you know very aggressive, and he had posted the uh, uh, um, the most amount of red cards I think in the history of European soccer. Uh, Bularus is his last name, but they call him the cannibal, and I show him eating a player. No blood. Oh. It's not that graphic, yeah. but it's just it's yeah. a comic. It's silly. So that's what you get in the book. And it's yeah, some of it is if it's it's historical, it's educational. Uh, you know, there's links to other things to help verify. You know, the the, the points that I'm making and the statistics that I'm referencing. Wow, and packed almost hundred pages, right? It is, but remember, there's a like a placement card for the chapter heading. Then there's a comic, yeah. and then you have at least two pages worth of uh, comments per chapter. So. It's very easy reading. It's meant to be read on a tablet or an iPhone. You can read it, yeah. download it to your computer. Um, but I enjoy it. It's just it's lighthearted. Yeah. Uh, how how do you create them? Uh, do you have a special program uh, when you're doing them? The ebooks. It's called Microsoft Word. <laughs> it's okay. so easy yeah. to do. Uh, yeah. There's all these other programs where you want to uh, you know create a book and load it onto Amazon, but the f- simplest. And the one that I find to be the most flexible is Microsoft Word. Yeah. And then I capture it in Open Office and I save it as a PDF, so no mm-hmm. one obviously can change the copy. But uh, where I do monetize my brand, the Mike brand, and the comic books is that I insert uh, ads in the different chapters. So when I save it as a PDF in uh, uh, Open Office. You know those links are, are are they actually work and you know they're they're fresh, so that's where I make my money. Hmm. That's great. So and we'll talk more about that. Uh...